Good morning, class. It's time for faith school again. Anybody know what happens in faith school? My spirit gets fed. My faith grows stronger. And I learn how to be an overcomer. It's wonderful what happens as you're hearing uh, anointed word. It happens uh, beyond what your head is, is keeping up with. Um, it's, uh, it's a lot like natural growth with a little child. Uh, you know, uh, there comes a point with the little children where they grow so fast. If you don't see them in a few months or something and, and you come and see them, you go, whoa, what happened to you? I mean, you, well, they don't realize it because they're with their self every day. And spiritually, the same thing uh, happens. If you're feeding on the right things, it nourishes you inside and you grow and develop. And over a period of days and weeks and months, you start seeing things differently. You, you're, you're, you quit being negative and you quit talking about can't and impossible and no way. You, you begin to see things more through God's eyes. You begin to see things compared to what he can do. And uh, it's inspiring, it uh, ministers joy to you, and you become a light to all those around you. You won't join them in their hopelessness. And if they'll listen to you, you, you know, they'll begin to think there's hope too, and there's a, there's a way out too. So let's feed some more and become a brighter light. Let's turn up the, uh, uh, the wattage, what do you say? Uh, Father... Thank you that you have given us life and your eternal life is in us and your light is in us and you make us, uh, you've made us the light of the world. Open our eyes and enlighten us further and help us to see a greater brightness of your glory and to live in the glory of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. We're studying this week uh, healing in the book of Acts, and we saw how that the book starts off uh, talking about that Luke and the gospel accounts are an account of all that Jesus began, started, and he is continuing to do through the book of Acts. And in the third chapter, let's read it again. Verse 1, Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple, who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms. And Peter, fastening his eyes upon him with John, said, Look on us. And he gave heed to them, expecting to receive something of them. Now that's how you cooperate with the Spirit of God 
expecting to receive something. Everybody say expecting Expecting. to receive something. something. Uh, The scripture says in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. The word hope in the Bible means expectation. So faith is the ground or assurance of things expected. And so when the man uh, looked up expecting to receive something, he is, uh, you know, I know that the first off he's expecting money, but at least he's expecting. And what's, what's this expectation based on? He has no guarantee that they even have any money or that they will give him any money, and yet he's expecting something. Come on, can you see that? That's faith. That's faith. Expecting, not based on what you feel or see, but based on trust in the one you have faith in. And so he's decided, when they say, look on us, he's decided, okay, I'm about to get something. (laughs) And he was about to get something, wasn't he? He was about to really receive something expecting to receive something of them. And Peter said, silver and gold, have I none? Like we said, that word have is to have ready at hand. I don't have any on me. But such as I have, that word means hold. Such as I've got hold of, give I you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. We studied yesterday about how in the name of Jesus uh, refers to uh, delegated authority, one who is authorized to speak and act on behalf of Jesus. When you say such and such in the name of Jesus, you're saying I'm speaking on his behalf. I'm saying his words that he sent me to say. I'm doing what he sent me to do. And that's why, uh, you know, he said in John 14, if you will demand or require something in my name, I will do it. And boy, they required something in the name of Jesus right here. And Jesus did it. He took him by the right hand, lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. You know, that same word is used about Sarah uh, in Hebrews 11 when she couldn't conceive. And even after she was older and had gone through the change of life, the scripture said, by faith, she received strength inside her body and was able to conceive. How many believe that today God could quicken and strengthen organs and bones and whatever that you, you would need? And, and it's as simple as receiving it because it is available. Jesus bought it. He paid for it. He took our infirmities. He bore our sicknesses. He carried our pains. Receive strength. Somebody say, I receive strength, I receive strength. Today, today in Jesus' name. In Jesus name. I, receive I receive strength into my organs, into my, organs. Into my glands, into my blood into my bones, into my nerves, my muscles and ligaments, my skin. I receive strength 
from the Lord in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. It's, I can sense it happening in people's lives. Hallelujah. And you don't have to wait till we teach on this again to receive it again. You can receive it tomorrow and the next day and the next time. Just, just reach out by faith and receive it. He said the man leaped up, walked, entered into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple because they had walked by him every day. They saw him up close and personal. They knew who it was. And uh, this was, uh, why the Lord do this? I mean, he did do it for the benefit of the man, but he also did it to shake this place up, right? And we see what happened later in chapter 4, and there was opportunity for Peter to preach to the leaders and then for other people that heard it and another 2,000 or so people got saved as a result of this miracle. Uh, The lame man which was healed, verse 11, held Peter and John and all the people ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered to the people, you men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look you so earnestly on us as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? Again, dispelling the notion that he as an apostle of the Lamb had special powers that he could do. And he could just turn this off and on when he wanted to. That's also a misconception about the gifts of the Spirit. Hebrews talks about that God... Uh, gave, you know, and, and gives gifts of the Spirit and manifestations and miracles. And when Peter said, such as I have, give I you, they were given a gift of faith as they approached this man. Now we will see in, in later studies, we're going to see a very similar situation of healing but not by a manifestation of the Spirit, but by hearing the Word and getting faith from the Word. You can get the same results as this by hearing the Word and getting faith from the Word. We saw that with Jesus, didn't we? How many times did... Now, He did some special things. I mean, He walked into that porch full of... uh, five porches full of sick folks, healed, ministered healing to one man, and then walked away and left. Why would He do that? Because that's, that's all he had uh, as far as a manifestation of special faith and gifts of healings. But there were other times when he preached to people and they got faith from what they heard and hundreds were healed. Or more where everybody there was healed. And so you can get the same results by preaching the word and hearing faith as you can with the gift of the Spirit. But on the other side of this. These men walked by this man, we have every reason to believe, repeatedly. Because they went up there at the hour of prayer to pray. And they said the, the man was laid daily, right there where they had to go by. So if they could do this just with common faith, just with the authority in the name of Jesus as a believer, why didn't they do it already? Why didn't they do it the day before or the day before or the week before or the month before? Or why hadn't they already just cleaned out the hospitals? Right? 
And bigger question, why didn't Jesus do it? Everybody that came to Jesus to be healed was healed. Everybody that believed what he preached and taught and received were healed. But that doesn't mean everybody was healed. Because a lot of people didn't believe him. They rejected him. And it doesn't mean everybody in town was healed or everybody that was sick was healed. We got that instance of the five porches of sick folks. One healed. And if, if you could just do this, just because you said, okay, I got faith, I got the name, and you go to do it, why haven't our leaders already cleaned out the hospitals and the mental institutions? Class, are y'all with me? Yes. You know why they hadn't done it? Because they can't. Jesus said he couldn't. Oh, I don't know if you heard that or not. Huh? Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. When he's operating as a man uh, in the earth, ministering to people, he said, I can of my own self do nothing. He said, I only do what I see the Father do. I only say what I hear the Father say. And now that he has uh, risen and he has sent the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit's guiding us if we'll listen to Him. Hallelujah. If we will preach and teach the Word like He did and people will believe it and act in faith, you can have healings. You can have, do you believe it? You can have miracles. But it's not limited to that. God also does special things. Hallelujah. He does. I mean, this guy, he wasn't healed on his own faith. He wasn't believing for a miracle that day. He came there to beg. And when uh, he said, alms for the poor, and he said, look on us, he thought he was going to get some money. Oh, but he got so much more. <laughs> Gifts of the Spirit. Like I said, my father in the faith, Kenneth Hagin Sr., who's in heaven now, he, he said he found in his own life that the more he prayed in the Spirit, and, and it's no coincidence, this, this started out with the hour of prayer. Did you see that? That the more he prayed in the Spirit, the more of these other manifestations, like special faith, he had in his life and ministry. The less he prayed in the Spirit, the less he had. Why? Because it is by the Spirit. And praying in the Spirit is yielding to the Spirit and fellowshipping with the Spirit. Come on, can you see this? And the more... Uh, uh, yielded to him we are and the more familiar with him we are and the more confident with him we are then not only is it easier for us to yield to him to speak in tongues but he'll give you something else he'll give you something else a gift of healing a, a, a quickening of working of miracles or, or special faith or word of knowledge you'll just know something or word of wisdom or these things are for the church Today, they're for us, not just preachers. They're for believers, but believers who are not so addicted to technology and so intertwined with the natural and head full of stuff that they got no time to commune with the Holy Spirit. They got no time for prayer and communion with Him. That means uh, you'll, you'll, we'll forfeit things, we'll miss things if we live just carnally.
How many are interested in having more of the Spirit? More? Uh, lift a hand and say, Lord, I'm interested. I want more of your Holy Spirit. Show me how to yield to you more fully, more completely. How to be more aware of your Spirit. I ask it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The first step in this, we've been talking about praying in the Spirit. And so if you haven't taken that step, you need to. And it can happen right now. Right here, right now, where you are, get ready, put everything aside. The scripture said if a, a father would give his child a good gift, how much more would your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? To them that ask him. All you got to do is ask and receive and then act. You got to yield your tongue, yield to his utterance. And by that I don't mean, you know, say something in your known language or try to just, uh, you know, be silent. You got to speak. He won't make you speak. The spiritual part is not that you're speaking, it's where the utterance is coming from. It's not coming out of your head, it's coming out of your spirit. So are you ready to receive? Yeah, you're more ready than you think you are. Come on, come on. Everybody say it out loud. And when I, then when I say, I believe I receive, and I start speaking in tongues, you join me. Say it out loud. Father God, I believe in you and in your son Jesus. He is the Redeemer, the Savior, and I confess Him, Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me. And Father, you said, if I would ask you for the Holy Spirit, you would give Him to me. I know He's in me by the new birth, but He also comes on me and fills me according to your word. I ask you, Father, fill me with your Holy Spirit and give me utterance in a new tongue. I believe I receive right now and by faith I speak right now. Elevrant mandia lak da sakare hede deni. O fiat ye monjon de fa belasca. In te pukoviet mon awa hasta. O fi baelen bamandi. Don't be silent. Speak out by faith. O fiat pelu cofri. Gibri bedet ne masa sande lak donne genove. Express your heart of love and faith to him, but don't speak in the known tongue. Kovia, pizia, denmene, loshdofa, kovile, pesile, denime, ganamo, loshdofa, pandibi, yeloko society. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. The more you do that, the better the flow will become. If you're uncomfortable doing it, in front of somebody else, just practice at home, especially laying across your bed in the evening or something, or by yourself. Just begin to pray. Just begin to praise 
in other tongues. And somebody says, why? why? What's the point? Well, uh, I've been talking about it for minutes now. You want to be more aware of the Holy Spirit. And the tongue is the steering wheel of your life. And if you yield your tongue to him, you are down the road towards yielding your whole being and life to him. And the more you yield to him, the more he can use you in other ways, other things. So don't let this be the last time you do this. I, I speak in tongues every day, every day. And you can do it riding in your car. You can do it at home, washing dishes or cutting the grass. You can do it. And it's a form of communion with him. And we're so limited in our knowledge and understanding it's a means of praying out divine mysteries, the Bible said, beyond what you would even know to ask or say. And it takes faith to do it, but it, the more you do it, it just, it's like second nature to me now. I mean, I don't even have to think about it. I just start praying in tongues and things start happening. And remember what my father in the faith said, Brother Kenneth Hagin? He said, the more I pray in tongues, I have found by experience the more of these other manifestations, like this special faith we, we're reading about, have happened in my life. The less I do, the less I have. Is that a coincidence? Well, it's the same Holy Spirit, right? And these things happen as He wills. Uh, you know, we can preach the Word, we can believe uh, in the Word, we can act on the Word, but when it comes to things like this, going up to somebody else and grabbing their hand and jerking them up, uh, you need, and they hadn't even heard the word. It's not their faith. You need something else. Yes. I said you need something else. But God does these things. Somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Peter said, why uh, look so earnestly on us, verse 12, as though by our own power or holiness we had made this man to walk? He's saying it's not because I'm Peter. It's not because I'm an apostle. That's not why this happened. The God of Abraham and of Isaac and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his son Jesus, whom you delivered up and denied in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. A little more insight into what happened that day. Pilate wanted to set him free. And you remember Pilate's wife sent word to him and said, I've had a dream about this and don't have anything to do against that just man. And so Pilate, he was trying to uh, set Jesus free. But the leaders of the Jews wouldn't have it. They, they yelled for him to be crucified. Said, you denied the Holy One and the just. And you desired a murderer to be granted to you. And killed the Prince of Life. Whom God has raised from the dead. Whereof we are witnesses. And his name, oh everybody say his name, his, his name, through faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know, yea, the faith which is by him has given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And that means just what, what it sounds like, you know, completeness, uh, a, a, a total. Uh, total restoration and healing. Say it again, perfect soundness. Perfect soundness. 
Is it God's will for you to live with uh, not quite healed, <laughs> not, not full function or, or full use? Think about what a miracle this is again. This man born with something missing in his ankles and feet never took a step in his life. Now, you know, uh, if the bones and everything was put in there in a moment, still, he's never used his legs. He's never used his feet. He's never used his toes. I mean, babies have to learn how to walk. They have to learn how. It takes them a while to really get it down, right? And yet, he's not only a miracle worked in his ankles and feet, but he is springing up, leaping up. He's getting there, shouting, glory to God, praise God, leaping, running around. I mean, you talk about from zero to a hundred in nothing flat. That's what happened here. From can't stand up, can't take a step to leaping, running. Said out loud, perfect soundness, perfect soundness. Perfect soundness. If you've been deficient, if you've come short in some things, I'm going to pray for you right now for perfect soundness. Uh, Maybe you've made some progress. Don't stop there. Go all the way to 100%. Right? Father, in the name of Jesus, I I agree with whoever's watching right now. We lay hold of, we claim 100%. 100% recovery. 100% perfect soundness. We lay hold of it. We receive it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Send us testimonies. Let us know what God did for you so we can shout about them and tell other people about them and tell everybody around you who did it. His name, His glory. And our time's up again. Say it out loud. I live by faith. I walk by faith. I overcome the world by faith. I'm strong in faith, giving glory to God. We'll see you next time here in Faith School. I want to thank everyone uh, who partner with us on these Faith School broadcasts. Uh, your prayer, your faith, your support is enabling them to go all over the world. We talked about uh, being, you know, perfectly sound and whole. Well, that's God's will for your finances too. When David and his men were lost everything they had, the Lord told them that if they would pursue, they would recover all. And they, though it looked so daunting and impossible, they reached for it and it said, David recovered all. Don't give up. If you've lost things this past year and things have been taken away or or you still hadn't got back to the full thing, you can. I'm believing with you to recover all. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bind up every evil thing, hindering and restricting our partners from full recovery and beyond. And I, I decree it. I speak over them in Jesus' name. Recover all. In Jesus' name, recover all. Hallelujah. If you believe that, say, I receive it. I receive it. We will not come short. We will not come behind. We will recover all and go beyond to God's glory. The more you have, the more you can give. 
the more you can do for the kingdom, for your church, for the gospel, for your kids. You are blessed of the Lord, blessed to be a blessing. We'll see you back here soon in Faith School. Thank you for joining us at Faith School. Class is dismissed for today, but you can watch this and other episodes of Faith School free of charge at faithschool.org. For more information, visit our website or call us at 941 702 7390.